0: Over this past month, we've been talking about the different waves that roll into our lives during Thanksgiving, during Christmas, and just how this whole season brings like a tidal wave of pressure into our lives. So here's like a graphic of that pressure. We feel all of this pressure surging in from these different places, and it can feel kind of like a tidal wave. And so we've been looking at God's guidance just on how to deal with some of the stress and the pressures of this season. and. Uh, just a few, just a quick review. There, there's pressure that can feel like demand. There's a wave of demand where there's all of this, you know, pressure pushing down on us from expectations that come with the season, just demands that come from the season, and it can really hold us down if we don't learn how to see things from God's perspective. A couple weeks ago, we looked at the wave of comparison and how, when we look around at other people, we get kind of egged on to uh do things that we probably really shouldn't do like this guy who's dropping in on a wave that looks like a frog that's a person on a bodyboard dropping in on a wave because there's there's spectators on the beach when the wedge this this break in Newport Beach gets really big it attracts you know hundreds of people to the beach it causes people to look around in comparison and think I want to be a star and so they drop and some of them get hurt and so we looked at how, how do we deal with envy and jealousy. Really, that's the, the comparison issue that comes up. Last week, we talked about the waves of uncertainty. And here's a picture of Huntington Beach. And Huntington Beach can be very, very nice and can have nice waves. But it also, it's, it's very unpredictable. And life is like that. Life is full of loose ends. There's uncertainty in life. And so with all these different waves, we find ourselves in real need of help. And God gave us exactly What we needed. And so I want to direct your attention briefly to this listening guide. You see it in your, in your program. And here's what we discover. In the Bible, we discover this. That Jesus coming to earth is the greatest gift in history. In the history of God's people, there was a period of about 400 years of silence where there was no prophecy. There was no new messages that God was sending through his prophets or his spiritual leaders to God's people. And now God was still active. He was still at work during that period of time, but, you know, between the Old Testament and New Testament, there's just this silence that, uh, there's about 400 years where there was just no word from God to His people through the prophets. And so, when Jesus breaks into the scene and when He is, when He comes to earth, that marked a pivotal moment in human history. Jesus was Obviously, bringing something to the world that was desperately needed. And so here's a description of who Jesus is from the Gospel of John. He, he's a light in the midst of, of darkness. You find that in John 1, verse 4, it says this, In Him, speaking of Jesus, was life, and the life was the light of men. See, life is, is mankind's, it's, it's mo- our most important asset. The life that we have. And so, the fullest life is found in Jesus Christ. Verse 5 says this, that the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And so, when God sent Jesus to the earth, it was like a light breaking through the darkness, breaking through the silence. And so, no matter what we face in life, uh, this, as we turn to Jesus, we actually find that... We get help from God that will not fail. He he sheds light onto our life. Verse 9 reads this, The true light which gives light to everyone was coming into the world. This is in Jesus. God was giving the truest light, the, the clarity, the direction, the help through the fog that we really needed. And He spoke into the darkness. Here's another thing. is In Jesus, we receive His grace as we trust in Him. We receive God's grace as we trust our lives to Jesus Christ. Look at what verse 14 from John chapter 1 reads. The writer of John, it says, "...and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us." Now, this is really speaking still of Jesus coming to earth. Okay, The Word is Jesus. He became flesh. He dwelt among us. And it says, "...we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father. Jesus was full of grace and full of truth." In okay? verse 16 it says, "...from His fullness we have all received grace upon grace." And th- those who accept Jesus Christ as savior and really decide to follow him as lord, you know, we receive grace upon grace from him. That that phrase grace upon grace it simply means that we receive all of the grace that we need and more to deal with the pressures of life. To deal with what we need in life. He, he gives us what we need to rise above the demands, the uncertainties, the, the comparison, the pressures. Not just in the Christmas season, but through all of life. He provides grace upon grace. And His, his grace is it's what carries us through. And it's, it's, it's the grace to deal with pain. It's the grace to deal with suffering. It's the grace to deal with heartbreak and heartache. It's the grace to deal with loss. It's the grace to deal with stress. And so when the, when the scripture says that He, you know, that from His fullness we've all received grace upon grace, each day we can experience this grace upon grace upon grace. And it's, it carries us through like a gentle wave takes us to the shore. Waves, as we've been looking and seeing some illustrated this, this month, waves are powerful, but they're powerful enough to move us forward if we catch them. In the ocean, whether you're on a surfboard, or maybe you're on a boogie board, or body board, or you're body surfing. Either way, it's, it's an amazing experience when you know that you've caught a wave. I don't know if you've ever felt that before. You know you've caught a wave. Uh, many of us have, have looked at the ocean and you're like, I don't, I don't even want to do that. It looks a little too intimidating. But some of you, you've jumped in the ocean, and you've gotten on a board, or you've, you've tried to swim with the waves, and... You're paddling, you're kicking, you're trying to get the timing right. And sometimes, you just you don't get it. The, the wave comes, and it, and, and it hits you and, you, you, and it passes you over. And you don't catch the wave, and you're struggling, and you're paddling, and you're kicking. The next wave comes, and again, you're, you're, you get a little further, but it doesn't really take you anywhere. But when you've caught the wave, what happens is the power of the wave takes over. And at that point... You can stop paddling. You can stop kicking. You can stop struggling at that point, And you can just go with the wave. And it's an amazing, exhilarating experience. When the wave takes you, you get to rely on the power of the wave. And if you receive God's gift of grace through His Son, what you and I can do is you can rest and you can rely on His grace upon grace upon grace to just keep you moving through life, through all of life. Until you experience God's grace for yourself, uh, life really fails to come together. It's, it's an exhausting experience. It can be, some would say, an empty experience. But grace upon grace you know, changes us here and now and for all eternity. And this is really what we're celebrating today as we remember Jesus' birth and as we celebrate what that ushered into uh, humanity and made possible for us. I've got a short video on it. Just run it. Two minutes. It explains God's purpose in sending Jesus. And so I want to direct your attention to the screens.
1: So we live in this world. And it's characterized by brokenness. We don't have to look very hard to see. There are things like disease. Disasters. Wars. There's a lot of pain in this world. But this is not God's original design. God has a perfect design. And the way that we have gotten ourselves into brokenness is through something that the Bible calls sin. Sin is turning away from God's design and pursuing our own way. And that leads us to brokenness. Brokenness eventually leads us to death. And this death will separate us from God forever. But God doesn't want us to stay in brokenness. So He's made a way out. And that way is Jesus Jesus comes and he enters into our brokenness. And the death that we deserve for pursuing brokenness, Jesus takes our place and dies on a cross. And his body is broken for us. And three days after he dies, he rose from the dead and he made a way out of brokenness. And people try many things to get out of brokenness. Things like religion, things like success, or relationships, education, or drugs and alcohol. But none of these things can get us out of brokenness. The only way out is Jesus. And if we turn from our sin and believe that Jesus died for us and rose from the dead, we can leave brokenness and grow in a relationship with God and pursue His design. And more than that, we can go we can be sent, just like Jesus, back into brokenness to help others come through Him to pursue God's design. Now, there's two types of people in the world. There are people that are pursuing God's design, and there's people that are still in brokenness. We have to ask ourselves, where are we? So, where do you think you are?
0: So, pause for a moment and just a- answer that question. Like, wh- where do I see myself? Am I living out God's you know, plan and... Am I experiencing God's design? Has have I already yielded my life to Jesus Christ, or or am I still separated from Him in my sin? The Scripture says that when we were dead in our sin. So when we find ourselves, you know, before knowing Christ, we find ourselves separated from God. We're we're struggling not just to put life together, but but we have no real hope for eternity. We we have a Very, very challenging time putting life together here and now. And so the offer that Jesus brings is grace. He wants to, through His love and kindness, Jesus offered up His own life for you. It's the most amazing gift. That's why we've sung the song Amazing Grace. It's that most amazing gift that we can receive. If you've never yielded your life to Jesus Christ, uh, we would love to introduce you to Him. We would love to clarify what it means to follow Jesus. We're not going to try to put pressure on you to do that uh, before you're ready. Uh, But many people have come to our church through the years. And some of you, you know, you came and, and God started drawing your heart and at a certain point you, you said yes to Jesus, and you began to follow Him with your life. And so, if you're at a point where you'd like to learn more about that, and really have someone clarify, what does it mean to become a Christian? Uh, We'd like to do that with you. On the back of your connection card that you find in your program is a box on the back side that says, Contact Me. I'd like more info about following Jesus for the first time. If you check that box and drop it in the offering basket. Uh, our staff will follow up with you. We'd love to have a conversation and clarify. Here's what the Bible says it means to be a Christian. We like to define that from the Scripture and just dialogue with you. Um, and so, if you want to talk to somebody today, uh, we, we want to just let you know our staff is available at the guest information table. So if you'd like to visit with someone today and just say, you know, I'd like to learn more about becoming a Christian, you could stop by our, uh, and visit with any of our staff, and we would love to help clarify what that means. We're really thrilled that you came to be a part of our family Christmas service. It's been a lot of fun. I want to invite our worship team to join back on the stage. and Let's pray together. Father, thank you again for your work that you've accomplished through Jesus. Lord, thank you for this gift that you gave and how we can experience a whole new life in Christ. God, I pray for each person here, Lord. I pray that as we evaluate where we're at with you, we would you would speak to our hearts, Lord. Pray for, for those that already know you, I pray that you would establish us even deeper, Lord, in our understanding of who you are. Help us to grow, Lord, in our understanding of you. And continue to respond to you each day, Lord. And for those that are here that are still in the process of considering what it means to be a Christian, Lord, I pray that you would continue to draw their hearts, Lord. And I pray for conversations that, that would go on. Um, Lord, I pray for clarity and just understanding. Um, from your work in in people's lives, Lord. And I pray, Lord, for just uh, us as we prepare to celebrate Christmas this upcoming week. You prepare our hearts, Lord, for this the meaning and true significance of this season. Help us not to be swept away, Lord, with um, the busyness and uh, just the, uh, the way the world has captured this uh, season and gotten us really that points very sidetracked and so Lord I pray you would keep turning our hearts and directing our focus to you. Thank you for this time. In Jesus name we pray.